Today, every day, small cap investors visit Agoracom knowing this is the day to discover the world's next great company, to have their dreams come true. That's why I take to the open road, to find them, to tell their stories, to engage them, to bring them to life. Because they want to connect with you from your office, your phone, your home, anywhere. Agoracom, find your dream. Welcome to CEO Interviews, a production of Gorkong, which we take the time to speak with small cap executives about what's happening at their companies. With us today, happy to have back again, the infamous Sheldon Inwitosh, who's chairman and CEO at 3D Capital, trades on the CSE under the stock symbol IDK. Now, Sheldon, the company, really don't need an introduction, but to remind those of you who may be new for the first time, uh, 3D Capital is a venture capital firm that's focused on opportunistic investments. Uh, in disruptive, leading-edge technologies, and not forgetting its roots in the junior resources space. More than just lip service, Sheldon has financed some of Canada's biggest small cap exits. Sheldon, welcome back to the show, my friend. Thanks. Thanks, George. Good to see you. All right. Well, uh, before we get to anything about 3D Capital, I, I know everyone at home is going to want to hear your take on the crazy market that transpired over the last 12 months. What do you make of that ride? Well, you know, it, it was a very selective market. Um, I think it was predominantly about cannabis, uh, certainly here in Canada. And that market uh, was extremely volatile as companies uh, launched. Uh, but the rec market had not yet been approved until, I think, October 17th. So expectations were up and down. And I think that that tended to drive a lot of the other companies in the small uh, small cap space. Uh, also a very poor year um, for the whole precious metals. So junior mining uh, was is really a, uh, you know, a, a staple here in Canada, as well as junior oil and gas and, and oil and gas, as everyone knows, also took a hit on it. So really there was uh, one game in town and that was the cannabis space. I believe that the, the the month of December, which showed tremendous volatility in the U.S. as well, um, with all kinds of uh, issues around uh, the tariff war with China, interest rates, obviously the White House, um, led to a significant amount of tax law selling. And really, I believe it all bottomed and washed out uh, in late December. And I'm looking forward to uh, a very prolific uh, year for this for the small cap or junior company space. Um, right, Sheldon, with that in mind, because uh, definitely that was, that, that's what happened to markets back in 2018. More importantly, what people want to hear from you is because you've been through all this, you've been these, through these massive uh, you know, roles in the market. What do you see come up in the next 12 months? Well, I really believe that this is going to be the beginning of the new precious metal cycle. Um, I believe that uh, you've seen a lot of suppression here mainly because of a strong U.S. dollar, um, but I think that a lot of the issues in the world are going to come to, to come to a head, and there's going to be a flight to to uh, not safety but to to gold, um, and it's all all the derivatives around that space. Um, but I also believe that this is no longer a market of just just gold or oil and gas or any specific. Uh, area that has been sort of historically uh, the choices. 
I believe that there's going to be a, a very strong market in very specific situations. So special sets where companies are doing great things out there, but don't fit into the traditional, say, uh, resource vertical. So let me ask you about a couple of specific verticals uh, in addition to that. So let's talk about cannabis, first of all. Uh, with all the volatility in the last half of the year, where do you see cannabis going forward? Is it going to be a, a rising tide lifts all boats, or we can start to get that separation now between uh, the doers and the talkers? Yeah, I think that's a, that's, a, that's a good point, George. I believe now that companies are going to have to start reporting on what actually they produced and their cost controls uh, probably after in the first quarter of this year. And it's going to really start to shake out uh, the real people and the pretenders. Um, I believe that uh, the focus, as we know, I think Canada, the play with the, the, the grow-ups, if you will, are behind us. So I believe that really the focus will be on the cannabidiols, uh, not the recreational side, where I believe that there's going to be combination therapies of it, different sets of cannabidiols and uh, active ingredients that are going to create new drugs that really are going to be organic because of the whole plant side that are going to really have meaningful solutions for today's medical problems. Uh, I think that a lot of the taking of uh, the ca cannabis products were for pain, uh, sleep, anxiety, and so forth, low-hanging fruit. Uh, but I believe that there are a lot of medical conditions that no work has ever been done because it was banned uh, in the, by the DEA in America. And so no, wor no work's ever been done on the cannabidiols, even though uh, they were never harmful to people. So this is going to be the next phase. It's going to be true biotech, uh, not companies that call themselves biotech. Two more industries. One is crypto slash blockchain. I know they're separate, but a lot of people time together. And, and you obviously moved into the blockchain space last year. So where do you see the next 12 months for blockchain and crypto? Yeah, so I believe that uh, it's all about blockchain. Uh, blockchain has a real value proposition for businesses and, and will be part of a foundational layer to many corporations. Uh, the problem with uh, the approach towards blockchain is it was really uh, focusing on cryptocurrencies. But blockchain, when provided as a solution, the, the node or the token that allows you to use the blockchain, when it, when it has real value, uh, that's when there's, it, it turns into what we call a cryptocurrency. But the real value that, that blockchain will enable companies in terms of more efficiency in their business, uh, removing middlemen, middle uh, the immutability of it, I think has a, a, an amazing future. And I believe that this year we're going to start seeing real commercial applications for the blockchain. And the last one is uh, the world of augmented reality. I know that, you've, uh, I know that you, you feel kind of positive about AR. That's been around for a while. You think this is... You know, in the next 12 months, it's going to start to make its, uh, make its move? I do, uh, because I believe that the technology that was used in AR, which required glasses and, and limited scope, um, has now been superseded by mobile versions that you can actually avoid using glasses and it has right. a real business, uh, business value. And in terms of bringing in users, uh, making the um, experience uh, of those users a lot better and affect their behavior, which will really add to the stickiness that everybody's competing for 
in getting in getting their audiences to buy their products and to uh, show loyalty towards towards their products. So let's talk about 3D Capital and how you're positioned to take advantage of the next 12 months in the resources space and the crypto, cannabinoid, uh, augmented reality. Because you've been in a self-imposed kind of quiet period, and that usually means Sheldon's up to something and building things. So, you know, what's what's in store for the next 12 months, and how are you going to take advantage of all these different opportunities? Well, we've been incubating companies for uh, some years now, and my feeling is is that uh, before you talk about them, make sure that if it's technology, it works, there's a market, and that it's, it, it, it can grow. And this is going to be a year for uh, one of our top picks, which is uh, Goldspot, which is an AI, ver an AI application for the, for the hard rock mining industry, which is pretty archaic. Uh, and um, Goldspot uh, is going through a, a public raise now and should trade here uh, shortly and I and I and I'm very optimistic about that as it dovetails into a uh, precious metals market um, augmented reality we talked about uh, we've invested in a company called imagination park I uh, had to do a bit of um, restructuring on the company uh, because of its historical uh, track record but now the company is really poised to take on a multi-industry applications, sports, et cetera, um, which, which, which has proven to be very valuable for certainly the amount of capital uh, that companies are spending to, to reach out to their audiences. And because it's mobile, it's, it, can, it can be widely used. Yeah, and uh, I've seen that technology firsthand. Sorry to interrupt. I've actually seen that technology yeah. firsthand. I was blown away by it here in Toronto. So I'm looking forward to, yeah, to their we, commercial rollout. From what we see, uh, we don't see anybody else uh, doing this, so we're extremely optimistic about Imagination Park. Uh, the other one that's uh, also has, I think, the time has come, is a company called Gratomic, where it's a mine. I'm leaving on Sunday to uh, to go to Namibia, uh, where basically uh, the we have an operating mine that produces uh, high-grade uh, graphite that we then ship to our uh, venture partner in Wales and turn into graphene. Um, we're targeting the uh, efficient tire market, basically the aftermarket, uh, that we believe uh, the, the, the traits of this graphene will be graphene enhanced tires, and this should be our year of commerciability. Yeah, and to play devil's advocate there for Sheldon, and there's some even speculation online, and. Sometimes you can't blame people, not about you or Gratomic, but graphene for a long time has been, you know, they've has been talked about as that wonder material. How confident are you? Because you made a great press release just a little while ago on the Gratomic side that you'll be, you know, in uh, at commercial production 2019. Yes, well, I think the two um, uh, stumbling blocks or uh, barriers to commerciality. Uh, we have to remember that graphene was isolated. Uh, in 2004, uh, as an atom that could be uh, produced, it's man-made. It's it's a it's a major uh, breakthrough in, in physical products. And to really be a commercial company, you have to show repeatability of those results. So consistency of specs and scalability. So how can you scale without uh, having a cost structure that is prohibitive for companies to to basically use graphene and uh, we believe that we've uh, we've solved both those issues 
and uh, we're going to prove that this year. Last question on the uh, on the biopharmaceutical uh, cannabis side of things. You've got a couple of investments there. Uh, Sycan is one of them, and they're already they've announced a couple partnerships with FSD Pharma. How's that looking? Well, we're very excited. We're doing some real leading uh, edge research. Um, we've we've really got some great results in uh, irritable bowel syndrome, Crohn's, that whole intestinal disease uh, category. Uh, in addition, we just announced that we're now doing some liver studies that we believe that our indications are in the work that we've seen, uh, basically animal studies that we do at the University of Tel Aviv. And then in the case of uh, IBS, we've, we're starting clinical trials, human clinical trials in Pittsburgh. Uh, so we're really excited because uh, this was a vacuum of research because of the illegality, if you will, of the plant throwing the baby out with the bathwater. And, you know, we, we believe that we're probably the first firm that's really tackling a number of these very chronic and deadly diseases. How far away do you think SICAN may be from listing on a public market? Is that possible in 2018 or is that going to be a little further out? I, I would say in the next uh, 18 months, uh, we could see that occurring. All right. So you've got some great things. You've got Goldspot coming to market. Protomic obviously is already on in market. SICAN uh, coming to market a little a little further forward. You made a big investment. So this is the last question because we can't go over the entire portfolio, even though I'm sure at one point we're going to. You, uh, IDK made a big investment in TotaQ. Uh, that's a, a blockchain-powered bank of the future. $500,000 U.S. commitment. You're going to get preferred shares and royalty rights uh, on some notes. Can we expect uh, to see more of those kind of investments out of 3D Capital uh, now that 2019 is underway? Yes. <laughs> any, can I prod you for any more, any more information on that or just going to hold on yes? No, we're, we're reviewing uh, a lot of projects, obviously. Uh, we have quite a pipeline. Uh, we have a number of companies that are in our portfolio that are going to be coming public shortly, uh, which are going to provide uh, you know, more capital availability to us. And, uh, you know, yes, I think that we're going to continue to grow. Uh, and probably, you know, get on more people's radar screen. Well, Sheldon, look, I appreciate you. You're on your way out of the country pretty soon, so your Friday is, is obviously jam-packed, but we've been promising people online that we're going to get you on for an interview. I appreciate that you took the time. Uh, good luck in Namibia. Uh, maybe, we'll, maybe we'll have another interview from there and, and see how uh, the mine is going, but have a great trip, and thanks again for, uh, for being with us today. Thanks, George. Good seeing you. You've been watching Sheldon Inwintosh, who's chairman and CEO of 3D Capital. The company trades on the CAC under the stock symbol IDK. For more information about the company, obviously get stuff to Agoracom, punch in the company's name and or stock symbol, read all the information you need, post your questions. We'll make sure you get your answers. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Have a fantastic day. See you next time.